Hello. Let's freaking do this. <laughs> I feel like this thing should always start with death metal. Alicia, and I'm here with Erin Gearhard. Why don't you introduce yourself, Erin? Hey, my name's Erin. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, um, right now I work at Northeastern in the business school as an administrative coordinator, and that's it. I have a question. When you, so Erin started as a temp at Northeastern, and then that turned into a regular job. Like, when you found that job, was, was it just on LinkedIn? How did you apply to that? The temp job? Yeah. Um, I worked with an agency, like, a staffing agency in Boston. What? And so they just, like, take your resume and look for job openings. So, like, Northeastern hires staffing companies. Uh-huh. To fill their spots so they don't have to do, like, the hiring process. So a staffing company is essentially, like, a headhunter company. Yes. Gotcha. But you, like, go to them versus them searching for you. Do you have you. to pay for it? No. Gotcha. It's free. Um, so Erin works at Northeastern, which is considered a nonprofit, and part of working at a nonprofit means that you get loan forgiveness after 10 years federal loan forgiveness not which, private loans yeah which is different i don't know just explain what situation you're in so with northeastern so i have two loans my federal loan which is like when you apply for fafsa mm -hmm. when you're applying to colleges or like when your parents basically do it for you um that's the money that they give you is your federal loans and then your private loans is anything obviously that you take out that you need for like extra things yeah. or whatever if you can't afford it so my federal loans through faster are way smaller or like half of my private loans so yeah. those ones are covered by or those ones is what i can get loan forgiveness on while my private loans i can't gotcha i was lit i was on um the loans that I have use Nelnet. It's like a loan okay. servicing company. Basically, I was looking at them, and when I, I make payments to Nelnet, and they allocate that payment to the three different loans that I have out. Okay. Um, and this is what's so frustrating because I have, I have three loans. Two of them have one interest rate, and then one of them has a higher interest rate at like six point three percent, I think. Mm -hmm. Um. And you just can never tell because – so say I send in a payment every month to Nelnet. They are just, like, giving money to each of those three loans. But right. I don't know – like, they're just doing their own calculation to figure out what money is going to what. Like, how do I know that they're doing that in my best interest to, like, pay down the loan that right. has the highest interest rate first? And I didn't even think of that until today I went on and, like, started a chat with one of the ladies yeah. on Nelnet. And it was like, when I make – because I was like, if I come across a chunk of money, which 
probably won't happen, yeah. but <laughs> if I do, like, I want to take a chunk out of my school loans. Right. So I was like, if I'm making an outside payment that's not just my automatic payment, can I direct that to a specific loan? Because one, two of my loans are three at three point something percent, and right. one You'd of them is six point three. Yeah. So I and I looked in the payment. So my payment's like one sixty one a month. And I looked, and you look at the breakdown, and $74 of that is going to... Interest. Interest. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? It's insane. That's absolutely insane. It, yeah, they pay off, like, majority of your interest first, which obviously doesn't make sense because they you continue to have the same amount of... Principal. Left. Yeah. And, like, I looked at the, the... I read, like, the fine print. Yeah. And it was like... Any payment that you make to yada yada um, will pay fees first, then interest, then your principal. And I'm like, how the hell do I know what fees you're charging me? Yeah, so I don't know. I don't really understand exactly what now net, like what is that? It's it's called a loan servicing company. So they basically take over the loans and take over like the, the repayment. Okay. It's weird. So like, did you refinance your loans? No. So you, yeah, I mean, I've never heard of that. I, like, have all, I have, like, multiple loans, too, within my, like, FAFSA loans, like, small, like, 4000 3000 yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I mean, maybe it is, and I just don't even realize that they're paying, but I would assume that they would pay, like, all the same. Just, like, so one do you make payment. numerous different payments every month? No. So I've refinanced, like, my loans so many times now, so... Yeah. Now I am refinanced my original private loan into a, now another new company like through like College Ave, and then they give you like your best interest rate. Yeah. So now I'm with like Nationwide, another like bank or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Nationwide is yeah, outside. but I don't think it's that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's an insurance yeah. company. But I mean, it could be the same thing. But yeah, they have one overall interest for that entire loan even though it was like multiple times like I took out loans throughout like my like four years Mm -hmm. um and the same with the federal loan it's only one right now I'm not even I don't even have to pay anything on the federal loan because it's income driven when you refinance are you like doing that with your parents or like or you're just doing it with the bank or and if you are doing it with the bank are they like describing things to you like I don't even think I could put a definition down for what refinancing is so yeah I mean basically it's like other banks will give you better interest rates to take over your loan and like I mean it's a business for them so obviously they're making money off of those interest rates um and like the previous bank that I had my loans at they my interest rate continued to rise because I did a variable rate initially Mm -hmm. so like I would just continue my I just wanted a consistent payment into each month rather than have this like keep going up and not knowing like how much it's going to fluctuate so yeah I refinance it to have a fixed rate but I mean I did it with my parents because if they co-sign I get a better rate than if I had done it by myself yeah 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 um but yeah I mean it's not really obviously they have you sign everything but you're not just I'm not looking at it yeah like who reads through every single yeah. word? Sarah used to say that she was like Deke basically reads 
every single word of the fine print of anything that they sign. Yeah. But if you think about the amount of, like, terms and conditions that come across your face every mm-hmm. day when, when like, a, an app is updated right. or something, like, no one's going to actually look into that. Yeah. You also need – it's also is a matter of, like, trusting the person. Like, I would ho- – clearly you can't, but, like, I would hope that you would be able to trust, like, a financial advisor or someone at the bank who's, like – advising you on not what at loan all. to do like you can't trust that and it's and it's like for them at this point like maybe in the past that's how it was like but for them at this point it's such a business at least when it comes to student loans in my opinion like it's such a business and i should have never been given the loans in the first place yeah if like you actually looked at like my income or whatever or my parents income like i mean i guess my parents did co-sign initially so like they it was like it worked for them but like it's just ridiculous how many loans people are given yeah and that's the same thing of like what happened in the past with like housing and things yeah. like that it's like i was gonna say it's like the housing crisis yeah. version too yeah exactly it's like none of these students should be able to go to school yeah like if you can't it's like ridiculous. coming out of my, my first year out of college i went back to school and I was screwed over because I thought, like, this whole deferment thing, and I didn't actually defer them, and they had the home phone number, the wrong email address, and they're trying to contact me, but number one, no one listens to fucking voicemails on the home phone. phone, They're emailing the incorrect email, and then a year later, I get a freaking piece of mail that says that they're putting my loans into default and i was like are you kidding me what do you mean i've been in school but what i was gonna say is even if i hadn't been in school i don't think like i would actually be able to pay that if i moved if i moved out yeah as soon as i got back from school right was paying rent looking for a job or even say like waitressing or something right and trying to find a job i don't think i would be able to pay back my loans yeah and that's gonna start happening everywhere oh yeah i mean that's hence why i still live at home yeah it's like i couldn't afford to move out pay boston rent which is at least a thousand dollars if not more Mm -hmm. and yeah afford to live Mm -hmm. and pay my loans yeah like it's it's crippling and i'm sure that and i know for a fact like it's all over for sure yeah um and it's yeah it's ridiculous that somehow people continue to get like approved for these kinds of loans yeah and like the interest they are able to charge is just insanity and we talked about this before but like at what point does say like you take out like seventy thousand dollars worth of loans which is probably going to get you like maybe halfway through your college education like at what point is that money not worth the actual degree that you're getting like oh yeah looking back looking back i try and i look at what my brother did and he became an engineer and he came out with a degree that set him up with an exact job and he loves what he does and he's really good at what he does but and then I kind of went into college like, I'm going to have a job that I love. Right. And 
I was like, I'll get a degree in communications. Well, like, guess what? Pretty much everyone on the market right now yeah. has a degree in communications. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck are we doing? Like, yeah. And was that degree worth the amount of money? And I said, said this to my dad once. So I was like, like, I don't even know if the degree was worth that money. And he was like, well, you better make it worth it. Yeah. Um, which makes total sense. But it's just not the same. Like, think back 10 years ago. It's like, you get a degree, you get a job. Yeah, and it's like, when people were going to school back then, they were going because they knew what they wanted to be doing. Mm -hmm. And they knew that they needed the extra schooling, whether it's, like, carpentry or being a doctor. Like, you had a goal in mind. Like, now our society is okay with people just going to school to figure Figure it out. out. When, like, in reality, like, you have all these kids with degrees and like that's great yeah but like we're missing all of the other kind of jobs totally that don't require you to go to school yeah i was just listening to um joe rogan had shift someone on there and they were talking about how like half the kids in high school need to be going into like more labor intensive jobs rather than going to school because we have like yeah like there's no people working in those kind of forces anymore and like then you have all these kids with degrees that then there's no place to work yeah like the job market is so saturated with those people yeah and it's also like those people aren't willing to like it's it's weird in a way because you look at people who are like plumbers and electricians like that that has been a good job for so many years like what happened that made that not appeal to people anymore like is it the manual labor is it yeah that is weird like what kind like obviously there's a stigma that like like yeah where did that develop for people to be like oh it's not like or like yeah or like you're not like poor but like you're blue collar you need to go to school yeah oh and if you don't like you're not i don't even know like what you would describe it as but like yeah it's probably well like i mean i feel like we i can't i don't know if we were in the general we definitely were in the generation of kids where it's like you're so special and you can do anything and I don't think there's anything wrong with telling kids that they're special and that they can do anything, but there's also value in, like, getting kids to fail and then figure yeah. out how to work through that. So, I don't know if that plays into people being like, oh, I don't, I'm not, no, I'm not going to go into a trade. I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do, even though I don't know what the fuck that is. And then I'm going to spend $160,000 trying to figure it out. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think it's more like, just society being like okay you need this is like the path you should Mm -hmm. take to be successful and to be happy and in reality like that's obviously not the case Mm -hmm. and I'm sure like a lot of people are going to start to realize that that you don't necessarily need school and if anything like people who can't afford the schooling are going to be not in a good place yeah or like also going to the fact that we have the internet, like, you can, obviously, like, Googling things and getting in-depth into your own research is not going to be as valuable as learning from an expert on something, but the fact that we do have all of this information at our fingertips, like, that, I feel like that can 
in some way, like maybe it could devalue a, re a standard like classic education style of learning. For sure, like even just like, like the things you can look up every day, like before then, like the only things you knew are what people taught Told, you. Yeah. Or yeah, and so like, have you had you gone to university, like? you can list off whatever you want, like, whatever you took from class. But, yeah. yeah, that's so true. Like, people, we all have, like, an equal access now to that kind of information, mm -hmm. whereas before it's, like, you, that separates you from someone who doesn't go to school. Yeah. And if you think, like, we're all, we're probably at, like, smack in the middle of, well, tuitions are still going up but we're probably smack in the middle of like the the generation of people that have been drowning in school loans yeah so i wonder like think like 10 years from now people are probably gonna be like no don't go to college like why would you ever go to college yeah because also if you want to do something like say you want to i don't know but something that you could train yourself to do through an online program. Like, why wouldn't you just train yourself coming out of high school, figure out what you love to do, get a mentor, and then, like, start making money out the get-go? Yeah. It's definitely, like, taking that approach as someone who, one, has to be aware that, like, that's possible mm -hmm. and have the drive to do it. Because, yeah. like, going to college is now, like, the easy way out. Yeah. Like, people who go to college are doing it ultimately for like the overall experience not necessarily the schooling that's going to bring yeah, in like that's so true. the opportunities they bring like so many schools like northeastern's great because it puts you in a position where you can meet with employers employers beforehand mm -hmm. whereas other colleges like yeah they i'm sure they have co-op programs but like they're not getting the same kind of face time that like yeah northeastern and other like higher education schools like are giving to their students and they're not stressing the importance of like that bottom level work mm -hmm. that like myself and other friends had to do first going into the job market like had i had the experience beforehand it would have been a lot easier to get a job definitely where that was focused more on like what i actually want to do rather than doing like bullshit administrative stuff yeah like this came up the other day too um when we were talking about what was the class that mr Mackey did in situate high that was it was like he ba it would basically send students out into mm -hmm. like places around town to like get um, experience working in certain fields. Yeah. And at the time, I'm like, that's so dumb. Like, yeah. <laughs> why would you? No, I'm not doing that class. Right. Like, that's a dumb, dumb class. And it, yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm never gonna actually use that in like what I want to do. Like, I don't want to work at like wherever. Like, yeah. And experience is experience like regardless of totally. what it is like anything you can take from a situation good or bad i think is beneficial mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wait this is a good segue earlier you, sh you were talking about like it would take a specific person to do that with like a certain amount of drive and i was i was listening to the joe rogan <laughs> podcast the amount of times that joe rogan is yeah. going to get mentioned on this um with Candace Thompson, yeah, and they were talking about she was she was saying how like she's just not one of those people who has the drive like where if she made twenty five million dollars, 
would she have the drive to make another $25 million? And Joe Rogan was like, oh, okay, say you made $25 million a year and your boss comes up to me and like, is like, come on, Candace, like, one more hour a day and we'll give you an extra $10 million a year. Right. And then you, you'd be able to retire so soon, like, yada, yada, yada. And, and then he was saying the reality of it is you're never going to retire. Like, you're never going to take that – like boat to Croatia when because you're making an extra ten million dollars a year. Once you get that extra ten million dollars a year, you're gonna be like, I want more. Yeah. I want more. So at what point they they did they came up with a number of how much money you would make in a year where like any money after that is just kind of like additional and has no extra value to your right. happiness. And I completely forget what that number was. It also depends on like lifestyle too Mm -hmm. and I think that going to college at least I mean sure there's definitely people who work really hard in college and don't maybe don't go out and like party or Mm -hmm. go to brunch and things like that but like that wasn't me like I definitely spent a shit ton of money unnecessary money yeah on stuff like that and like now that's continued into like Mm post-grad and like that lifestyle I think that I deserve to have or like that's something I'm used to so like trying to go back to reverting back to like okay maybe I should like chill out and not spend so much money on like or go out or whatever it's like definitely a hard thing to grasp yeah when you're used to it and I think that it's probably the same kind of thing like once you get used to having that 25 million you definitely you're like used to, to living keep this up w- yeah or have more yeah always definitely always wanting more it's also uh, so it's i mean it's obviously easy to look back and say like oh shit i shouldn't have spent all that money yeah. but at the same time like i would not change a thing about my experience at college like i had such an amazing time and met such amazing people and like yes i can complain about like a value of a degree in my in my school loans but the reality of it is like we were obviously in fortunate enough positions to be able to go to college um no matter where it landed us afterwards but like just having that experience definitely like had a total positive outcome on who i am today right absolutely like had i not like i don't regret going to school like i think it was a good decision and it brought me to the place I'm at now and like mm-hmm. there's no regret with that um however like to be in the situation I am with debt now mm-hmm. it's hard to justify the things that I had done yeah and the money that I had spent like yes it was an experience worthwhile but like not to say that I couldn't have gotten as good or better experience traveling mm-hmm. or working for a company like yeah locally or something like that it's just like hard to justify that amount of money yeah for one single experience that mm-hmm. like was supposed to set you up but when like it totally does. set you back yeah definitely so it's also crazy to think like the years from you being 18 to 22 are such insane years for you, like, trying to figure out what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Um, personally and professionally. And the choice that you make of, like, where to go to college has such a huge impact on yeah. that. Like, I was so... I didn't, I didn't get into Syracuse, but I was trying to... 
I was dead set on going to Syracuse. And when I didn't get in, I had already gotten into UVM, and I was like, well, guess I'm going to UVM. Yeah. And I knew I would be happy there because I pretty much – I was like, I'll be happy anywhere. Yeah. But thinking back and, like, thinking the person that I would be if I had gone to Syracuse, like, it's so crazy it to think so how crazy. that, like, one decision can basically turn you out to a completely different person when you're 22 years old. Definitely. And, yeah, for sure. Like, it's shit. And it's like, oh, it's crazy that, like, that decision is left up to us. Seriously. Like, my parents should have decided everything. Yeah. Like, looking back, like, <laughs> why was I able to make this life-altering decision to decide how I'm going to be educated in the most develop, in my opinion, developmental years of your yeah. life? Like, you have this, like... When you're, you're 17 fucking yeah, years old. And you're free to do whatever you want and, like go wherever you want if you're like able to it's just like what the fuck how seriously that's so insane remember like coming home from school and um wondering like if there was going to be an envelope in the mail like you found yeah. out actually i think i found out over email for a couple of them but i did get like a letter in the mail and that was like <laughs> like <laughs> No, Mom, Dad, we got a letter from College of Charleston. Like, let's see if my future's here. No, I would, I would drop stuff off, and she. I immediately thought of yeah. Stephanie. And look at her mailbox, and oh, it's a small letter. Oh. I actually do think I was there like yeah. the day that Steph got denied from College of Charleston. <laughs> Oh my god, wait, speaking Sorry, of which, Steph. we, yeah, we love you, Stephanie. Um, speaking of which, we have to tell this story, because Stephanie got hit by a car <laughs> yeah. yesterday, and I'm sorry to laugh, but she's fine, she's completely fine. <laughs> Send her a text message, because her wrist hurts a little yeah. bit. Um, but legitimately, like, Stephanie was on a run. <laughs> so. In, like, the seaport. Yeah. And she was on a crosswalk. Like, the cars had red lights, and there was a, a crosswalk. So she's running across the crosswalk. la di da da Steffi with her earphones in. And th she gets fucking nailed by a car, <laughs> rolls over the hood like she's like Jackie Chan, stands up, and this is the best part. She just keeps running. She didn't even stop to say anything. I guess it was a girl, and she was, like, I don't know if Steph saw her or what she looked like or anything but i was saying today like that person is so goddamn lucky that yeah. they hit stephanie robinson and not someone else <laughs> legit anybody else would have sued their ass yeah was it you that i was talking to that said oh no 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 so we went for drinks with caroline and her mom last night and caroline was saying just recently in boston this like utility work truck hit a little girl that was walking behind her mom and Ba it basically just like knocked the little girl over like it, they were going very slow but still big truck little girl there's yeah. gonna be something that happens and the girl got knocked over and they said that like she might be slightly concussed and like millions of dollars like they're no like they're they're suing for so yeah. much holy shit yeah because i mean could have died yeah like, seriously steph fucked up you know what, you should sue them and then yeah. give me the money so I can pay off my student yeah, debt. Yeah, seriously, what were you thinking, <laughs> yeah. Stephanie? Chase that lady down. <laughs> oh my goodness. That would be so good. I cannot. Stephanie always says, she's like, 
someone could literally shoot my mom and I would not press charges against them. She would say, I'm sorry. She, yes, you should say, oh, her, her mom, mom, yeah. her mom would, oh, sugar, I'm yeah. so sorry I got in the way of your yeah. gun. <laughs> Wait, what was I? Um, oh, something Amanda wanted us to talk about. When I first said I was starting a podcast, she was like, I really want you to talk about things that everyone does, but no one will admit to. So she was like, um, what did she say? She said, picking, picking your nose. Okay. Everyone picks their nose. I mean, that's, I feel like that's not like that of a, that's not like that. Wait, get a little closer. That's like not that, that's not a good one. Sorry, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda, that sucked. But she was, she also said examining your poop. And when she said that, I was like. I don't usually do that. Yeah. Like, maybe if I'm sick or something and <laughs> I need some more info. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean this is exhibit A. You definitely do that. No, You're I not admitting to I, it. No, no, no. Not examine. <laughs> like, I, yeah, so, like, a man and stuff won't, will won't send me pictures because they know I don't like it, but they'll definitely the, send pictures picture, to, the, to each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's valid. Or like something I, well, I don't know if this is like something that people don't admit, but like I will see. I'm so painfully over observant that like I see people all the time, like anywhere I could be in like South Carolina and just see some random person and. I just pretend I don't see them all the time. But that's like, you pretend that you don't see them Oh, you the mean time. like, you know someone, you see them out in a yeah. random place, and you just ignore them? Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, pretend I didn't see them. Yeah. Ugh. That's so Word. awkward, though. Yeah. See, I'm, this is, okay, flip side of that. Mm. I will literally just like, start waving my hand in the air, and yeah. the other person will pretend that they don't see yeah. me. And I'm like, okay, well now I just look like an absolute asshole. Like, I... <laughs> That, that ha- oh my god it's so painful like I'll like go I remember that we were at like TK's one night and one of the girls that was standing next to us I literally was like hey how are you and went to go give her a hug and she just completely turned her back on me and I was like oh okay yep I'm I don't know what the fuck to do with myself now <laughs> I guess I'd rather be that person though than like the one like blatantly like ignoring somebody else but it's hard. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't, I guess I don't know. I'm trying to think of other things that people don't admit to. Um, I remember I used to, I used to fake yawn when I was uncomfortable in situations. Yes. Like, you just, <laughs> yeah, I do that. You're like, so. you're like, yeah, yeah. I remember I did it and Jamie Kearney was like, are you fake yawning right now? Yeah. And I was like, um. Like yeah, yeah, yeah I am because I'm really uncomfortable and I don't know what to say. Same. I'll do. I, I like touch my. I'll do. I'll touch. My, you do. I'll touch you my touch eyelash. your eye. Yeah. Uh, your or, like, eyelashes. Touch my ears. Like yeah. Whenever I walk down, walk by the front desk at my office, <laughs> and I don't want to talk to the people yeah. in there. I'm just like looking at my fingers, <laughs> checking my watch, adjusting my ring, like anything, so that I'm not just like walking straight. <laughs> like, that's so awkward. So weird. <laughs> I know, and, like, now it's, like, a tick I have. Like, every time I walk by the front thing, I'm just, like, Like, touching my eyelashes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's so fucking weird. (laughs) Oh, my God. Humans are so bizarre. So strange. 
Um, wait, this is, I had a, this is such a random, random, random question, but classic, I was listening to Joe Rogan, and they were talking about how, like, when people are named Richard, they're nicknamed Dick. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, wait, so, first of all, how did that nickname come about? Second of all, if, if people are just named Dick, like, were they named that in a time where, like, like, did, here's my question, did Dick always actually mean Mean dick dick. or like did that did we just start calling penises dicks at some random point in the last 15 years yeah it must have been that because there's no way that they would like i can't name their kid after a penis yeah richard is like an old name too yeah like there's no way they were like i want that is weird like how are they like hey we're just gonna call this guy dick and then like everyone's like oh his name's richard but he has a nickname as his name is dick (laughs) yeah that's weird or other things like your your name's John, but we're gonna call you Jack. Jack yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the one that's like Bill? William. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one you can like see. You can. Like it's the I L L. Yeah, but a completely different. Yeah, yeah. Like call them Will. Yeah, true. <laughs> Billy. Yeah, that's weird. And there's no like Billiam. Yeah. Yeah. Billiam. And if you were just name Billy, you're not like you're not like oh, my nickname is Will. Yeah. It's Billy. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I feel like it's it's definitely mostly, like, guy names, though, I think. Yeah, like, that never happens with a girl's name. No. Weird. Not like, yeah. What would you name your children if you had the choice? I think I already know, but. It used to be Baja and Brody, but that's, like, I don't think that's the case anymore. No? Do you have any new ones? I like the, I like the, like, new neutral gendered names yeah like sloan i don't think i would name my kid i don't think i'd name him sloan but just because it reminds me of Grey's anatomy but i think but i like that like kind of name wait Grey's anatomy i thought that was yeah which one's sloan sloan is the hot guy oh mick mick dreamy no mick the other one mick I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> but Sloan always reminded me of Entourage. Oh, I don't watch Entourage. Oh, okay, okay. But Sloan is whatever his fucking name is. McSteamy. McSteamy, there it is. Okay, his, okay, okay. His um, last name. That is daughter's name, I think. Whatever. Wait, there was something else that I wanted to talk about. What would you name your kids? That's a really good question, and I really don't know. Like, I've never, I've never had um, an attachment to certain names. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know. I guess I'll find out when I'm, I'm holding the kid oh. in my arms. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not soon. No. Um. Wait, something else that's weird about human language that I wanted to talk about was the the phrase, what's the matter? Like, matter means... <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Matter means, like, like stuff. Like, yeah. Like this. Like and we don't tangible use matter stuff. for any other way of feeling. Yeah. 
besides that question. That's weird. So like, why say what's when what's did that become the a feeling? What's the yeah, what's that's the weird. what's the issue? Like, wh- yeah. why did that? So weird. bizarre. Things like that freak me out because it's like, how did that even come about? Yeah. Another thing that freaks me out is that in other languages, they have words for things that we don't have words for. So, like, the feeling. I I don't. Feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah. It's mostly for feelings because. And that's so freaking bizarre. Like, the fact that, like, you can't accurately express with words the way that you're feeling is so scary. Yeah. Like, when Stephanie talks about the feeling of death. Right. Like, there's no real way to describe what that feels like. I wonder if there's, like, a feeling in another language that can describe that. Yeah. Probably. But we never know. Yeah. And, like, I think I understand what stuff means by the feeling of death, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it well, could that, be something else. Well, that's scary <laughs> yeah. to me because that could be with any other word. Like, yeah. Like, but I guess you take, like, generally okay like i'm so happy right now because like i'm skiing or whatever like yeah, like yeah. okay like i know what this is like making me feel this way like we all know what happy means yes and but- same like every time stuff feels like death like you know like she doesn't want to be there or it's like a poor place <laughs> You're either in, like, Stoughton, Massachusetts, yeah, yeah. or... <laughs> or a lake. Really yeah, nice lake. Yeah, or you're lake. in a really nice lake. Cabin. And <laughs> an old wooden cabin. Or you're hungover in a bad place. <laughs> That's essentially what Or in your, you're, like, is. in a cold apartment in the middle of the winter. <laughs> yeah, and amazing. you're hungover. And you're Stephanie Robinson. Yeah. And all you want is your mom. Yeah. <laughs> That definitely feels like death. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's if you guys are wondering. <laughs> All you people listening. Yeah. I know. I was thinking that earlier. I was like, so we're going to, like, address the people. But, like, who the fuck is going to be listening yeah, to this? It's going to be my mom. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. I know my mom the other day was like, so, like, what's happening with this podcasting? And I was this like. This podcast is taking two weeks to produce. Seriously. We've tried to record so many times. But um, I'm like, okay, well, you don't need to get what's happening. Like, <laughs> I'll just send you a freaking link when it's done, and then yeah. you'll figure it out. Exactly. So funny. Oh, do you have anything else you want to tell the world? I think that's it for today. I was trying to think. I left all my notes on my email. I re- Next time we do this, I really want you to bring the bad feminist book. Okay. That um, book is awful. Yeah. That's what, so Erin read The Bad Feminist by, who was it? I forget her name. Basically, she said it was a really shitty book, but we want to talk about why it's shitty. That's a good one. Um, Quiet's good. What's quiet? That's the one about, like, introverts versus extroverts. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's a good one. I want to talk about that, too. We should have Caroline on here while she's home. I definitely should. Because she has a good perspective on them. Things definitely don't spoil it for all the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> okay, well, that's a wrap. Give me a high five. <laughs> um, bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for having me. Woo! <laughs>